Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day five. Boy, five days goes fast. Maybe we have one or two more after this. We'll see how we might wear out Ray here. But, but Ray is the president and founder of Many Waters International out of Midland, Michigan. And Ray has a wonderful family. And I know in one of the previous podcasts, I encourage you to go back and listen to some of Ray's previous podcasts where he shared some things about his family and has a wonderful family. And Thank you for being here, Ray. My pleasure. It's been such a blessing. And today, you know, I want to talk a little bit about whatever the Holy Spirit leads us to beyond that. But, you know, we talked in the previous podcast at the beginning about Matthew 4, 19, about, you know, first of all, in 17, repent, and then 19, follow me. But the, the second part of that says, and I will make you fishers of men. And Brother Ray, you know, one of the sad things in Christianity, maybe sad's a wrong word, but just to... The downers that is how few people really are out sharing the gospel. Amen. And we're all called to the Great Commission, right? Yes. And and boy, the devil will give you a million excuses and why you can't do it because sure. your personality or you don't know enough. Yes. One of his favorites, yep. right? And but just you know, I did a message here a while back here in our church about you know the power of witnessing to people. That's awesome. And and how many people. You talked about a hypothetical town of 100,000 people with 20,000 Christians witnessing once a day. And, and how many, in 10 years, those 80,000 people have been witnessed to over 900 times. Mm. How much more interest would people be mm. in turning their life to Jesus if they actually had people talking to them about the Lord, right? right. right. And that's not an unreasonable amount of people, but there's so few people, Ray, in, in my heart, I'm so thankful for my friend Rick. And Rick, if you're listening, thank you. I love you. Thank you for witnessing to me in 1994 and loving me enough to share the gospel with me. And I didn't listen to him, but that, you know, six months later after his prayer, I ended up at this altar in Texas. And But if it wasn't for, for Rick's obedience to the Great Commission, I wouldn't be sitting here today, mm. Brother Ray, talking to you. And I'm so thankful. So I'm just going to kick it over to you just to share... You know, whatever's on your heart about just just sharing the gospel with with those around us, because we have a circle of influence, Brother Ray, that people that will listen to you and I, because we have a friendship or we have a we have a connection there, mm-hmm. and that connection's powerful. Amen. Well, you know, I was I was thinking about the first guy that really got saved uh, when he also was kind of like I was in college, and. We had invited him to come to one of our church services, and, and he was, you know, curious about the things of God and whatnot. And he he actually was a friend of my older brother's, and he was on his knees, and actually Pat Robertson back in the day was speaking 700 Club, and he gave an altar call. And so my friend, he bowed down at, at you know, uh, on the side of the couch to give his life to the Lord. And in his head, his head said, you know, look, I, I'm such a sinner. You, Why would you even do this? And blah, blah, blah. And he said, for out of nowhere, the Lord spoke to him. He said, Bruce Bench, which was my older brother, he was more of a druggie than I was. I was more of a drinker. But he said, Bruce Bench does this. And if Bruce Bench does this, you can do this. And he gave his life to Jesus Christ. So we invited him to church and he, he was going to come. And my wife and I, Janine, were just dating at the time. We went to go pick him up, but he wanted to back out. And he called, but back then, of course, there was no cell phone, so we were already on the way. Mm-hmm. And he was calling, trying to cancel his job. Well, we had already left. Yep. And by the time he called enough times, we're out front waiting for him. 
And he came with us because he didn't want to say what he was trying to do to get out. And that man came to service that night. He got touched by God. And he's, he's a barber now, and he's winning souls to Jesus Christ Praise every day God. in his barber shop. He tells everybody about Jesus Christ. And reminds me of one of my favorite evangelist stories. There's a guy by the name of Frank Jenner. Frank Jenner was, he owned a store in Australia. And he would step out every day from his store, busy area, kind of the seaports of Australia, and he would tell somebody about Jesus Christ. So pause that side of that story. A preacher friend was out and about, not a friend of mine, but a preacher man was out and about, and he asked the man to share a testimony in this Baptist church, right? So this guy got up and he talked about how he was a sailor and walking along the streets of Australia, and this guy stepped up and he asked him, do you know Jesus Christ? If you were to die today, would you, you know, would you go to heaven or hell? Here's a pamphlet, think about it. And he went back in the store. No push, no pull, just think about it. And he said, you know, that really weighed on me. And over the course of time, I gave my life to the Lord. So this preacher, he's traveling and he's going from America to England and he's making his way around. And, and he comes upon a guy and he has him get up and kind of encourage the church. This guy has an almost identical testimony. He's in a different part of England. And so it just kind of catches this pastor off guard that these two guys have almost an identical testimony miles and miles apart from each other. So he continues to travel and he's preaching one day and he stands up and he tells his story about these two men that had an identical testimony. And out of the congregation, this man stands up and he says, I'm another one. I met that same guy and I'm telling you, he came out and he caught me so off guard and I didn't know what to do. I took the pamphlet and later on I knelt down and I gave my heart to Jesus Christ. So this guy happened to be traveling to Australia, this preacher. Frank Jenner, you can look him up on YouTube, the George Street Evangelist, I believe it's called. And they find, they go to the street and somebody knows exactly who they're talking about. Everybody evidently knew this guy. And they, they go up the stairs and they begin to sit and talk to this elderly man. And he tells him about all these different people he's met around the world that are Christians and how they all got saved listening to his testimony. And the man began to weep. And he said, I never had anybody come back and tell me. He said, I was in World War II. I was an alcoholic in the Navy. And Jesus Christ changed my life. And I promised him that every day I would tell somebody. I think he said three or five people. I would tell them about Jesus. And so every now and then he would just pop out of his shop. And he would tell people about Jesus Christ. And here there were people all over the world that he never even knew were being affected by the power of Jesus Christ. At some point, we're going to realize, Greg, that God is smarter than us. God knows more than us. And if you just open your mouth and tell your story, just open your mouth and begin to testify for Jesus Christ, you'll never know how many people that that comes back to over the course of time. My own pastor, you know, was a drunken alcoholic, and these people came door to door. He was in the Marine Corps, fist fighting, just a crazy man. And this old couple came to his home one day and asked him if you knew Jesus Christ. He said, get out of here, and the man kept preaching. So he, being a Marine, he reared back, and he hit him in the face with his fist. He broke his nose. man went flying back. 
and the ladies caught him and you know there he's bleeding all over the place and pastor took his johnny walker red back in at the time you know his fifth and he went back in the house and he said you know the next day that guy came back and he said i started to go for him again and he stepped back off the porch and he said to him just out of nowhere god's got a call on your life you better find out what it is and you better begin to serve him and he ran off he said now a couple Months later, I'm in, he was in Vietnam. He's in the foxhole. It's beginning to rain. And he's fighting in that foxhole. And he tells the guy who's on his back, you know, they're each watching a different direction. He tells the guy what happened about this. He said, do you believe in God? And he said, no. He said, I don't. He said, but you better. Because nobody would come back a second time unless somebody sent him. Mm-hmm. After you broke his nose, there's no way he's coming back unless somebody sent him. Yeah. And in that rain that night in the fields of Vietnam, pastor gave his life to Jesus Christ. But that man never knew. He was never able to find him again when he got back from war. And my point is, is just obey God. You don't have to know the ins and outs. Just open up your mouth and start to tell people about Jesus Christ. And God has a way to work with all of that. Amen. And to begin to make good things happen in their lives. Hallelujah. You know, and I just was thinking about my grandfather, Ray. You know, he um, drank himself to death after the wow. Second World War, came back a couple years later. And, and I thought about, you know, how many people could have witnessed to my grandfather mm. but never did. And, you know, sometimes we want to we reach our family, reach our family, we'll reach somebody else's family. Yeah. Because, you know, my grandfather, you know, my dad was 16 years old when my grandfather drank himself to death. And... But, you know, there's somebody's grandfather out there that needs to hear from you or somebody's Amen. brother or sister or cousin or their mm-hmm. spouse or somebody. And just, just want to encourage you, just go share the love of God with somebody. Amen. And don't worry about the results. Yes. Because our part is to share the good news, right? Right, right. And, and God God will take care of the rest, and then they make a decision. We're all going to yes. decide, yep. right? Well, praise God. I believe somebody's going to do that today. Brother Ray, if you would share, um, just pray with our folks, and I believe somebody's going to receive Jesus today. If that's you, you want to receive Jesus, just bow your heart where no matter where you are, let's pray this simple prayer. Lord, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I repent of my sins and anything I've ever done, Lord, that was wrong in your eyes. Doesn't matter what anybody else thought. If you thought it was wrong, I want to repent of it. Lord Jesus, I come to you to have you be my Lord. I thank you that the Bible says that you'll never send anybody away. Lord, that you'll become our our Father. You'll take us in. You'll adopt us in. Lord, that there's forgiveness, that there's help, that there's hope. And in the name of Jesus Christ, there's newness of life. Fill us with your spirit. Touch us, Lord, and make us fresh and clean. And I thank you, Lord, that you are doing that even now through the sound of my voice, and you'll begin to work with these people and to help them become great soul winners and to tell everybody about the good things of our God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Ray. Man, that was powerful. And and I tell you, please, those of you that receive Jesus, contact Ray. Let him know, and he can help you get started. You can do that at raybench.com, R-A-Y-B-E-N, is it Nancy, S-C-H, raybench.com and i'm sure ray can help you get started and amen and one of the first things i know he's going to tell you is find a good church amen praise god so well folks we love you all please go talk to someone about jesus today and remember jesus thought about you 
on the cross at Calvary.